Welcome to Conscious Business, where entrepreneurs learn to master their mindset, conquer their fear, and step into their bigger game. Now, here's your host, Julie Zuzak. Hello, and welcome to Conscious Business and this series on situational blueprinting. This is the third episode in the series, and I'm excited to deep dive into the topic of your mega success because I know how important this is to entrepreneurs. And before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to every one of you who tuned into last week's episode on failure. It was a really, really big, important episode. It was a big foundation before we dive in today. And I know it's an uncomfortable topic. Nobody wants to hear about failure. We want to put those blinders on, right? And we want to pretend that failure doesn't happen. But it's so important to talk about failure. So I want to send a huge thank you to a few of my favorite listeners, to Leslie, to Linda, to Rachel, to Mike, Theodora, Mark, and Kathy, who all shared their failure stories in our Facebook group last week. I know that took a lot of courage, but I just want you to know that it's so important for you to do that. And once you start telling about your failures, other people step up and do the same. So I'm really glad that you did. And it makes me really happy that we're all getting more comfortable talking about failure. We're normalizing it so that doesn't freak people out when it comes. And I actually just finished listening to Tim Ferriss's podcast. He was interviewing Dan Pink. And they even talked about failure in that interview. So I feel like failure is all around a bit of a theme over the last week. And Daniel Pink talked about how whenever he experiences failure, he always debriefs it. After something fails, he stops, he tries to dissect it, to better understand it, to learn why. And they even tossed around this concept of keeping a failure resume, where you track all of your greatest failures, right? Your greatest misses. And you don't necessarily send it out to anyone. You just keep it for your own reference, which I thought was a really cool idea. Because when we do this, it helps to make failure conscious. And as soon as we do that, it takes all the shame out of it. It all takes all the stigma out of it. And it makes it conscious. So now that we have this foundation of failure set with all the work we did in last week's episode, we have paved the way to talk about your mega success. It's kind of like you've eaten all the veggies on your plate and so now you can have some dessert. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First, I'm going to explain what the biggest fear is that entrepreneurs have in our second segment. You're going to learn why we're afraid of our own success. And then in our last segment, we'll create a blueprint to prepare you for your big success. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Do you know what the three biggest fears are for most entrepreneurs? Well, I see this day in, day out with my clients, so I'm going to share with you exactly what they are. The fear of failure, the fear of success, and the fear of being seen. These are the top three things that hold entrepreneurs back. Fear of failure, fear of big success, and fear of being seen. 
And which do you think is more dangerous for us as entrepreneurs? A fear that is conscious or a fear that is unconscious? What do you think? I'll say that again. A fear that is conscious, that is known to us, versus a fear that is unconscious or unknown. Think about the four stages of competence. And you might have seen this diagram over the years. I've talked about it before in this podcast. And it's just a process that we go through naturally when we're learning any new skill. It's four different levels that are stacked on top of each other, if you can visualize it. At the very bottom, we start with unconscious incompetence. The next level is conscious incompetence. The third is conscious competence. And at the top, the happy place we're all striving for, unconscious competence. So at the very bottom of the hierarchy is unconscious incompetence, where we don't even know what we don't know, which tells us that unconscious fears are actually more dangerous and they pose a bigger threat to us than the fears that we actually know about. And the reason for this is when we know something exists, then it's that much easier for us to tackle it versus a fear that we don't even know exists. It's unconscious fear that makes us feel stuck or it makes us procrastinate. And we often don't even realize what it's happening. Think back to an iceberg analogy, right? We have 10% of that iceberg showing above the line. But was that what sunk the Titanic? No, it was the 90% that's below the waterline that really did the damage. These are the unconscious fears. So we don't know why we're stuck. We just know that we're stuck and we're really frustrated about it. And this is typically where I start digging around with a client. When someone comes to me and they say, you know, I've wanted to start a business for years, but I just don't know where to start. And the thing is, they're not lazy. Quite often when I hear this from people, it's someone who is very successful in their career and they work really, really hard. But when it comes time to running their own business, well, it just feels like this massive hurdle and it's so big, they don't even know where to start. But the big red flag here is that usually there's a lot of fear holding them back from making that leap. So when we start to make the fear conscious, we see what is happening and then we can start to address it. Now you might be thinking, Julie, I am so ready to be successful. That's why I started this business. So bring it on. Why would anybody be afraid of their success? That's what we're all here for, isn't it? And yet they really are. Trust me, I see this all the time. Now the fear of really big success is known as megaphobia. This is actually a real thing. And it's a lot more dangerous than the fear of failure. It's what I notice in my clients, it's the fear of success is usually what paralyzes them the most. Now, I first learned about megaphobia when I read the book, The One Thing. And here's why it's so dangerous. Because it is the less logical of the two. So fear of failure to us is obvious right? Fear of failure, of shame, of disappointing ourselves, of disappointing other people who are cheering for us on the sidelines. Fear of failure is normal, right? But fear of success, 
Well, this is the unconscious fear that we have. We don't necessarily go looking to see if this fear exists, and so it often doesn't get any of our attention, and so it just remains in the unconscious. And here's why. Most of us are familiar with failure, or we've experienced failure at some point in our life. Maybe it was not getting your driver's license the first time. Maybe not getting a job that you wanted. Maybe it was a failure in a relationship. So we're kind of familiar with how failure works. We know what it feels like. We know what it looks like. We know what it feels like to be disappointed, to be let down. We're familiar with that. But fear of really big success with our businesses, well, that's terrifying for most people because they don't really know what big success is like. They don't know what it's like to be there. Now, in the next segment, I'm going to explain how megaphobia shows up and how it impacts us as entrepreneurs. Now that you understand what megaphobia is, I want to explain how it affects us. Whenever it shows up with a client, as it so often does, we always deep dive into explore and understand exactly what's going on. In most cases, it is completely irrational, but it often looks a little bit different in each person. So here are the five most common fears of success that I see. I'm going to share them all with you. Some of them might make sense to you, some of them won't, but bear with me and we'll go through the entire list, okay? Number one, first, we're scared that we won't be able to handle our success and that we will be completely overwhelmed. We all want to succeed, right? And deep down inside, we know we're meant to be successful, but... Most of us have never really been there, so we don't know what to expect. We're overwhelmed by the potential and because it is so new for us. And so this is essentially fear of the unknown. We lack the trust in ourselves to be able to handle it. And sadly, we don't have to look very far to find stories of people who became really rich and then subsequently lost it all or the money and success and fame ruined us, right? So we look to these people and we think, oh, that could happen to me too. But let's just check in on this thinking. Yes, there are people who were destroyed by their success or too much money, but I would argue that this is a small percentage of people who have actually been ruined by too much success. And the media can really sensationalize these red herring stories because they're not the norm, right? And so these stories attract more attention because they're counterintuitive and they really feed into the fear. So the number one way that we're scared of our success is that we think we're going to be overwhelmed and we're not going to be able to handle it. Number two, another common fear of success is thinking that we're going to lose all our friends and we're no longer going to fit into our social circles. Or maybe we worry that because of our mega success, people are going to judge us or look at us differently. We won't be able to walk down the street anymore, go to the local coffee shop because we're going to be swamped with people who want our autograph, right? See? See how ridiculous it is when I say it out loud? 
But this is a truly a big fear for a lot of people. We think that our life is going to change overnight and that we're going to outgrow people that we love or that our success is going to jeopardize our relationships. So this is fear number two. We think we'll lose our friends and no longer fit into our social circles. The third most common fear of success is that we're going to have to compromise our values to get there or to stay there. And this comes from having limiting beliefs or negative associations with what extreme success looks like. Now, I learned the most about this from T. Harv Eker in his book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. He does such a phenomenal job about demystifying the lives of the rich and famous and he talks about all his false assumptions and his beliefs around really extremely wealthy people and how he was proved wrong once he moved into a rich neighborhood. These are often limiting beliefs that stand in our way of success. So the third fear is that we're going to have to compromise our values. Number four, The fourth most common fear is that people are going to criticize us for being so successful. And this is also called tall poppy syndrome. We're scared of standing out for fear of being resented, attacked, or cut down. For being criticized and being in the spotlight. We're worried that people are going to judge us. And this is normal. A lot of people have this fear. Number four, we're going to be criticized. And lastly, the number five fear, and this is a biggie, we're scared about the pressure to maintain the success once we get there. We're scared that it's going to be hard or it's going to be exhausting. Again, this fear is real and it's powerful because it's taking us into the unknown. We failed before, so we know what that's like, but big success, that's going to be new and naturally We think it will be exhausting to maintain once we get there. So those are the five most common fears of success that I see. Did any of those resonate with you? Is it fear of the unknown maybe? Or do you have a limiting belief or maybe a negative association about the fear or about being really successful? Maybe you have a big fear that wasn't even on that list. It's something that only you really understand. I really encourage you to do the work and deep dive into what that could be that you are afraid of. And in the next segment, we're going to talk about creating a situational blueprint for your big success. Okay, now we get to the good stuff. In last week's episode, you know, I cautioned you not to spend too much time or energy envisioning your failure because I didn't want you to try to manifest failure. That's not the point. I simply wanted you to accept that failure is just a natural and healthy part of success. And I wanted you to be okay with that and decide how you're going to perceive and handle it when it does happen and what actions you're going to take. Now, the good part. You've had your veggies. Now it's time for dessert. We're going to blueprint for your big success. So here's the process that I want you to take to create a situational blueprint for your big success. I've got three steps. 
First, we're going to decide on what success looks like for you. Second, we're going to be really honest and see if you have any of the fears around success that we just talked about. And then step three, create a regular practice to embody your big success. So let's start at the beginning. Step number one, what does big success look like for you? And this is so important because we're all so tempted to compare ourselves to others or to think that our business has to look like someone else's business but it doesn't. Your growth and your success might look completely different than someone else's. And a great example is years ago, I worked with someone who had an uh, office organizing company. And after years of hard work, she finally reached a point where she couldn't serve all her clients anymore. So she naturally started to look for other people to hire to you know, serve all these new clients that she was getting. But when she told me this, she wasn't really excited about it. And so I challenged her and we had a good, honest conversation about it. And we dug deep into what she really wanted. And let's sidebar here for a second and refresh your memory about the three key roles that you play in your business, according to the book, The E-Myth. The three roles are the technician, who provides the services, the entrepreneur who handles the big picture strategy, and the manager that handles the operations. So to scale this person's business and start hiring other people to provide the services meant that she would be less of a technician and more of a manager. But that is only one model of growing her business. And we looked at lots of different options of providing premium services or recurring services, which ended up being what she really, really wanted to do. Now, the thought of hiring people and being removed from that client-facing work, that didn't excite her. And that might be how other people grow their business, but it's not what she wanted to do. Remember, your business does not have to look like someone else's business. Design the business around what you want it to look like. So in step one, we get clear on what success looks like for you and be specific here. When you envision your success, how are you spending your time? What kind of things are you doing? Where do you work every day? Do you have an office or do you work remotely? Are you traveling or do you have a physical space that you go to every day? How much money are you making? And don't just ballpark, be specific. Get crystal clear about what success looks like for you. Now, step two, we clear any of the fear that you might have. So let's take a second to go through those five fears that I named in the last segment. And I'm going to, as we go through them, give you antidotes for each and every one of them, all right? So number one, the fear that we're going to be overwhelmed by our success. Now, this typically happens when we get a glimpse of our really big dream and it feels a little scary or it's a little overwhelming because we think that we're going to have to handle it with the skills and the resources that we have today. But remember that in the time gap from where you are today to where you're going to be, 
you're gonna learn so much. You're gonna build your confidence, you're gonna bring on people to help with your business, and you're gonna be so ready to handle that success when you get there, trust me. Fear number two, thinking that you're gonna lose all your friends or no longer fit into your social circles. Well, here's the deal. If you do lose your friends because they can't handle your success or they're jealous of your success, well, those really weren't your friends in the first place and you should probably be thankful that you realize this now. And chances are that you're gonna meet all kinds of new people anyways with your business and that's okay. You don't ever have a finite number of friends that you can have, right? You can always add more friends. You don't have to leave the old friends behind unless you want to, all right? Number three, that you'll have to compromise your values. Well, here's the deal. You're not gonna compromise your values unless you want to. This is always a belief, not a fact. If you do the work now, and if you've been listening for a while, you should know crystal clear exactly what your five core values are. You should be able to name them right now like you do a phone number, all right? So let's check in. Do you know what those five core values are? Do you? Because those are values that you should never, ever, ever compromise. So get clear on what they are, keep referring back to them, use them when you make decisions, have them part of the visioneering when you are thinking about your success. And trust me, if you get crystal clear on what your values are now, you won't ever be tempted to compromise them, no matter how successful you are. Number four, that people are gonna criticize you for being so successful, the tall poppy syndrome. And yes, this may happen. But remember, what other people think of you is none of your business. That's a great tweetable. What other people think of you is none of your business. You cannot control what other people think of you. You can't. And yes, part of success means that you may attract haters or trolls. But if you're worried about this, hang on because I've got an episode coming up that is going to teach you exactly how to deal with this and how to mentally prepare for it so that when it happens, you'll be able to deal with it with grace and ease. And number five, the last fear of success. We're scared about maintaining the success once we get there. And this is similar to that first fear, that fear of being overwhelmed you are going to develop so many skills and tools and resources and confidence so that by the time you get there, you're gonna be more than prepared, trust me. And you will have to just trust that you will never, ever, ever be given more than you can handle. You just won't, okay? So that is step two of creating your blueprint. Figure out what it is that you're scared of, make it conscious, and then create an antidote for it. Now, those are five common ones that I see. One of those might be affecting you. All of them might be affecting you. Or you might have a different fear of success that you uncover. Now, let's go to step three. Create a regular practice to embody your big success. When you are blueprinting for success, I want you to spend as much time here as possible. If you can, I would love you to dedicate time each and every day to feel what it's like to be here. I want you to see it, I want you to feel it, I want you to create whatever physical cues 
you can. It might be a vision board. It might be writing yourself a check for $10 million. I shared lots of different techniques when we did the Money Mindset series, which was episodes 61, 62, and 63. But find a way to get clear on this and do it regularly. Trust me, it works. Your dedication and your commitment here means everything. Create a practice that is fun, do it daily. I like to add mine on to my meditation. So I'm already sort of sitting there, I'm calm, I'm peaceful, and I take time after I finish my meditation to visualize what that looks like for me. Now, that wraps up the three steps that you need to take to create a blueprint for your big success. Number one, Decide on what success looks like for you. Two, see if you have any fear around success and then create an antidote for it. And three, create a regular practice to embody your success. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on blueprinting your mega success you know it's coming. So do whatever you need to do to prepare for this, physically, emotionally, mentally. You have to have unwavering faith that this is gonna happen. You have to believe in yourself 110%. No backup plan, burn the boats, just commit and step up. Find a way each and every day to envision your success, to see it to feel it, to believe it. Do you see how powerful you are? Do you see the impact that you are having on other people? What does it feel like when this comes to life? What exciting things will be happening? What surprises will you experience? Remember, the only thing that can stand in your way of success is you. So lean in, believe in your success. You were born for this, you were made for this, and we both know that you're hungry for this. I believe in you, do you? Thanks for hanging out with The Corporate Yogi. Remember, being an entrepreneur can be intense and isolating at times. Don't do it alone. Become part of Julie's Facebook group called Conscious Business. And if you're really serious about growing your biz, visit thecorporateyogi.com and book a free strategy session with Julie today.